I always feel like so much pressure once we start recording. I love how like we talk away before we start recording and then Yeah, because you have to be professional on the the intro. So they say. <laughs> oh that's even more pressure for me now. Yeah. I love how it's always left to me to do I, this. I, do you want me to intro? I'll intro. Go on then. Okay, welcome to this week's episode of Listen Here, Missy. I had to think of the name. I was like, what's it called? What's it called? <laughs> um, this is episode 14. Yeah. Yeah, I am Jessie. I'm Danielle. And yeah, this week is a continuation. Yeah, say? like, like not, not as long because we did ramble a lot yeah, last I'm starting week. my timer <laughs> now as this week. So we don't lose the run of ourselves because we can talk. That's something that I have learned editing this podcast. I know. I, like, I honestly, like, when we started this podcast, I was like, oh, my God, we'll have, like, nothing to talk about. It'll just be, like, yeah. crickets. And it's actually the opposite of, like, trying to rein ourselves in. It's actually quite hard. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind only for Danielle and I text constantly, too. <laughs> and then we get on a podcast and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way. And it's like, how do we find the things to talk about? I know. We're very interesting skill. people obviously yeah so yeah what's you're you taking the lead on this one again so what where are we going with this one Give the yeah first I'd like to apologize because when I listened back to last week's one I was like god I talked a lot <laughs> that's the whole point of a podcast I know but I was really like oh my god like I'm really talking here <laughs> but yeah so I suppose we'll just like jump straight back into the whole chat of last week and um, if you haven't listened maybe go back and listen to a bit of that um yeah yeah it, it's it's a long chat but yeah so I had my appointment with the doctor on Monday morning mm-hmm. um and yeah um so I went in and like I hadn't before but like he couldn't really remember when I went in he was like who told you you had um PCOS and I was like you did oh <laughs> that's awkward <laughs> oh he's gas so like he's honestly like some of the stuff he said to me was absolutely gas so like I went in anyway and like explained the whole issue with the pill yeah and he was like he threw like a curveball at me straight away he's like why don't you get the marina coil and I was like I didn't know I could get the marina coil yeah because I remember I had said that to you and you said with PCOS yeah. I can't get it yeah I'd looked it up like a good few times over the years about getting the marina coil in mm-hmm. and loads of websites were like no like you shouldn't get this if you have PCOS like the pill is the best way to manage it so it just goes to so doing your own research doesn't always work (laughs) you're not always going to get the answers on Google or Facebook you're not a doctor yeah life lesson go to an actual doctor and get the information instead of (laughs) I read it on the internet Um, very true but yeah so uh, that kind of threw me I was like oh my god like I, I can't make decisions on the spot I'm very like I yeah. need time to ponder and um he like explained the whole thing about like the marina to me so I think I kind of mentioned this last week that um kind of younger women find it hard to get the marina coil put in um some like healthcare professionals aren't really you know they don't encourage it as much mm-hmm. but um, he gave me a leaflet and I have to say I was like oh my god like why didn't someone tell me about this a few years ago because like I would have got it oh, really? and yeah like he was like explaining it to me that it I have the I have the leaflet here <laughs> but um leaflet. yeah I'll do like an, an actual full article on it Missy because I thought it was really interesting um like 
the thing about getting the marina fitted is like you're done like it works for five years so like you don't have to worry about taking the pill every day or like if you get sick you know because like different things can affect the pill and traveling I traveled a good bit a few years ago like I lived in the Middle East Mm -hmm. and um I obviously couldn't get the contraceptive pill over there like I used to have to like bulk buy it like when I'd be home and like I used to have to make sure you know I had enough for every time yeah I'd be away and you know you're kind of worrying about that the whole yeah you're worried about that the whole time whereas I was like oh if I hadn't just got that put in like I wouldn't have had to have been worried about it yeah exactly and like it says that like you know you don't like a lot of women after a while when it settles down like you don't even have a period anymore or like you only get it for like one or two days and I was like oh my god put this in me (laughs) (laughs) um so and then doctor but okay And he was like, you know, like, how's your pain threshold? And I was like, not great. Oh. And, and he was like, oh, like, you can just go in and get like an anesthetic, like, knock you out for 10 minutes. In it goes. And I was like, That's so handy. I know. But then I was laughing because he was like, yeah, he was like, you know, I fitted a lot of them in younger girls. And, you know, some of them, if they've got pain thresholds, you know, they're grand with it. But, you know, you've never had anything through the front door. <laughs> I haven't had a baby which yeah. is why it's harder to get it in but the way he said it I was just like oh my god like, sorry what but like yeah no because that's the thing I remember saying it to my mom when I was looking into contraceptives and she was like no they won't like they only give the coil to people who've had babies because you kind of have to have a bit of a a wider yeah, gauge yeah, as it yeah, will be yeah yeah the, like the cervix is how it, it's harder to get in because the um so marina coil like the IUD like goes actually like into the womb it's like a t-bar yeah and it opens and up it goes up, doesn't up. it yeah it opens up so like it stops like the sperm from getting it into <laughs> like little... it keeps it out yeah. and yeah it lasts for up to five years so like it's actually a really good choice and I really wish that it had been spoken about more because like I was under the impression that I wouldn't have been able to get it unless you have something really wrong with you because mm-hmm. I do know someone who did get one put in but like I just feel like it should be talked about more that this is actually like a good option and also remember if you're under the age of 25 from next year you can actually get the marina put in for free as part of the new scheme yeah. they're bringing out so I was I was going to say that like is there what's the costs involved is there anything information given about that or especially if you have to if you opt for an anesthetic I assume you have to pay for the anesthetic yeah so there's obviously different options it depends on people's circumstances um mm-hmm. you can get one if you have a medical card um so it'd be covered under that um I think it's about 140 to 180 euro for the marina if you're paying for it yourself to be put in I'm not sure about the cost for actually maybe going into hospital and getting it under the anesthetic depends on your health care I have private health care with Leia which I mentioned last week and that actually is covered partially oh, under good. it yeah yeah my consultation was covered the other day as well so um something to think about especially you know like maybe as you're starting your first job or like going out there into the world it is a good idea to consider private healthcare yeah. like starting to pay into again this is not an ad I actually only signed up for private healthcare last year and um, I've actually gotten a good bit of use out of it um since I got it so something to consider yeah. but um yeah there's a good few different places you can get the marine put in so you can actually get it put in your doctor's office yeah you, know, you won't be able to be put on anesthetic for that one um but I suppose it depends on your pain 
threshold he said to me like how did you find your smear test and I was like I barely survived it <laughs> yeah Danielle I was like the day before my smear test talking away to Danielle and Danielle is telling me these horrifying stories so I'm going in like shaking <laughs> it's like oh here we go this should be fun but see no one told me going into my smear test what it was going to be like <laughs> I just thought they put like a swab up there and it was grand it, there's more to it oh yeah no they crank they crank it open that that yeah noise, that- I was yeah oh. I I was like no like they didn't do that to me like she just got like the the thing and just like I think that yeah you need to uh, go somewhere else for your yeah test no see on. that's the thing like I did not have a good experience with my smear test like it was yeah, all but- fine in the end like it came back like grand like that yeah. wasn't the issue it was the actual thing but I do think it was the person doing it that day was yeah, not because you have I, a nicer. yeah I said to my mom before I was like I was talking to Anya and she was saying this and this and she was like um, because remember I said to you, I was like, did they not lube it up or anything? Like, you know, and you were like, no. And no. then I, I said that to my mom. My mom was like, bring your own. I was like, <laughs> imagine popping in and putting a bottle of lube down on the table, like you, you're using this, right? <laughs> but she did. She lubed it up and it, it was I, I it was fine in the end. Um, but yeah, I just thought that that was so funny. <laughs> bring your own lube. <laughs> you could do that for the coil. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Um but yeah, so I suppose like where, so obviously what I would be interested in is now is like when you were doing your research, what was the reasons people were saying if you have PCOS that you couldn't get the quiet? Was but it hormones? Article, yeah, it was coming down to hormones. They were saying that it was the best way to manage it is through the pill. And okay. um, yeah, just it was very negative, all the information I read about it, which like is like, I mean, I'm sure there's people who have negative experiences with everything. Like yeah. nothing goes to plan, like for absolutely everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't see any like positive articles or even like, you know, go talk to your doctor. It was nearly like, no, this is out mm-hmm. of bounds for you. So like that kind of put me off. And then I didn't realize that like I could be put under the anesthetic for it because I've seen people say there should be anesthetic offered for it. And it's not. Yeah. So like, again, it just seems to depend who you go to and like, you know how encouraging and everything they are about it so when I was there with the doctor I decided as I said I'm really bad for making decisions on the spot <laughs> and like he gave me the the information he was like you know if you like want to come back to me and you know get it put in like that's grand so um, we did agree that it'd be best for me to go back on the pill for three months to see how that agrees with me because I suppose it's good to just maybe rule the pill out once and for all like you know just to know whether that's just not an option for me anymore so I'm back on the pill I'm on day two so far I haven't had any side effects yet a different Um, pill or I'm back yeah on a different one I was on it before and I was okay like a few years back so I'll see he also gave me a prescription for another pill if that doesn't work but I think if this one doesn't work I'm just gonna rule the pill out to be honest and what if what if you got the coil because obviously there is hormones in the coil or whatnot um, and it controls your hormones I assume I don't know a lot about it because I kind of ruled it out as well but so if that doesn't agree with you and um, there's like there's a small amount of hormones in it but not a lot oh okay so um, it's more kind of like a blocker than a yeah so like and I'm just here reading the 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 leaflet he gave me so um in terms of like it being reliable like marina is considered to be one of the most reliable forms of contraception available and is more than 99% effective they can never say 100% 
Yeah, they can never say 100%. And just to say again, like, you should still be using, like, barrier methods. Like, it just protects yeah. from pregnancy. It doesn't protect from other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's more, like, reliable than the pill because, like, the mm-hmm. pill is reliable. But if you miss days or if you get sick or if you have antibiotics, it can throw the whole thing out. So, yeah. like, why are we not being told about this more in school? Because I actually think that it sounds... Again, it's not an ad for it. I'm just kind of... <laughs> I just I just completely ruled it out before, so I never... um looked at it before and um I'm trying to see what else so yeah it's one of the things is what happens to my periods marina does affect your menstrual cycle many women's have spotting a small amount of blood loss or light bleeding in addition to their periods for the first three to six months after the system is fitted overall you're likely to find that after the first few months your periods will become much lighter than usual some women find that their periods stop altogether wow sign me up (laughs) And most women notice uh, a significant decrease in the amount of bleeding plus reduction in the number of days their periods last for. So like one of the things I also mentioned last week was that my doctor had said before that it's good to have like three or four periods a year. Mm-hmm. They've obviously amended that now because it says, isn't it abnormal <laughs> to have periods and said not when you're using Marina. So I suppose maybe there might be an issue there if you're not using Marina. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it says that like your own hormone levels remain the same and you will find your periods return to normal after marina is removed so like it doesn't actually affect yeah you as much in terms of hormones and stuff like that and is is marina a brand is that or is that what it's possibly like possibly there's another type of one um but yeah the gynecologist was just like yeah there's no point that marina is the best one on the market so like don't even mess around with it so i was like oh fair enough is it though or have you been are you are you all wrapped up big farm i think there's i think there's a copper you've been spending (laughs) too much time like conspiracy theories there now jesse i think there's a copper coil which is like another option yeah so there's like marina coil and copper coil they are all iud's like there's a few different names like going around so if you're hearing all these words um I feel like IUD is very American, but in that's yeah. what? No, that's a DUI I'm thinking of. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> don't want one of them. No, you don't want one of those. Um, but yeah, so I can't remember what I was going to say now. Oh, do you have to be, is it the first day of your period that you get that inserted? Is that how it works? I'm still? not sure. Like I, it did say that on the pamphlet. I think actually it's like six days or something after your, um, wait, wait, should I pull it up now? Because I remember yeah. a friend of mine, her friend in college got the coil in and like told us this terrible story of like having to have her be on her period and being kind of like a bloodbath and I was like oh no it says marina's to be inserted within seven days of the onset of menstruation marina can be replaced with a new system at any time in the cycle but see also they can use the marina coil as emergency contraceptive as well so like you obviously are not on your period then so like yeah oh yeah um, I don't know I, I actually didn't ask that because we just like had a, like a general discussion yeah. about it um and um because like obviously my period is absolutely like so erratic like god love them trying to predict like when I could go into like catch <laughs> one in if that's what they were waiting for because yeah. they'd be waiting a long time and then it'd just be like go 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 <laughs> now's the time um but yeah it, it is actually used as um an emergency contraceptive and it is actually again this is my online research so I don't know how like valid you can take any of this anymore because it all just seems to be disproven apparently getting the marina as an emergency contraceptive is more effective than taking 
you know the the tablets or the pills if you go to the pharmacy and get a prescription for that so that's another option but obviously you'd have to get it like asap like after so like was your doctor willing to just be like yeah lie down there now and we'll get her sorted or well no considering I was like no I need to be like knocked out for this so like I'd have to actually like book to go into the hospital to be like put yeah but if, if like, you no, didn't want to be anesthetized or whatever I suppose you? so because I know someone who got them put in in the doctor's office um like the doctor just like you just go down to the pharmacy buy it or use your like um your GP card or your like medical card like go back up to the doctor and he like puts it in So I came home on Monday night. Um, I was really reassured after going to see the doctor, like would really, really recommend if there's an issue, just go get it sorted. Like he scanned me when I was there as well, just to have a look at my ovaries, just to make sure everything was okay and everything is grand. Um, and my bloods and everything were fine. So like, it's just trying to find the correct, like contraceptive now, but like to kind of work with me. Mm-hmm. And I was really like in two minds because like when I was there, we agreed. Yeah, I was going back on the pill that night. I was like, oh, should I just get the marina put in? Like it sounds like I'd love to just like not have to like think about it. Like you just pay your money, in it goes, stays there for five years. Do you reckon Grand. you could feel it? I have say you, so, have like, you ever seen someone with the bar? You can kind of oh, see yeah. it and touch it and it's like, oh, yeah, I, no, but that's mm-hmm. kind of like on the this like that's like you know close to the skin. Whereas like this is like in there I'd imagine if you can feel it it's not properly inserted it's a bit like having a tampon like, yeah that's really true it. it's not right yeah. that's very true. um I was also reading there as well that like you can actually still use tampons but you have to be careful if you have the marina because you have two strings hanging out there's a string um, yeah but like it's obviously like internal it's not like hanging out of you so like it's like still in it's like so for them to take it out yeah but they were saying that you don't actually even really need tampons because like if you do have a period it's so light yeah exactly like, so um but yeah like I I was in two minds about it like I did kind of take a day or two and I did like swing back and forth I was kind of like oh like I think I will get it so I decided to just start the pill again just to see if I can take it mm-hmm. just to see like for my own just to rule it out because like even like down the road like you know at least I'll know okay that doesn't agree with me mm-hmm. um so like I'm back on that for now but I do think in the new year once like COVID and stuff dies down because I know the hospitals are quite busy at the moment so I don't know if I'd get in for an elective procedure yeah um I definitely think I'm going to look at getting um a marina put in because it sounds just what I need instead of having <laughs> to deal with yeah being horror side. show periods yeah there you go <laughs> Yeah, no, it definitely just sounds like a good option. And it's just, it's it's gas because like, I think that that is a thing where, because even I was talking to somebody about the free contraception coming in for under 25s and they were saying that their friend or someone they knew was going to go get the coil when it came in because they're only like 22 or something. And they said that they said it to their doctor and the doctor was like, but you haven't had a baby. So it's just interesting to see how there's like, obviously people out there who aren't keeping up to date with the information that's being given and like that was always the thing when I said it to my mom it was like oh but you haven't had a baby that seems to be a big thing and yeah. it's like mm, well you don't actually have to have had a baby it's, it, yeah it's more I think from a pain point of view that like a lot of people seem to rule out but like I think when they hear like oh you can't have it if you haven't had a baby they think it's like there's more to it but it actually just comes down to you know not even pain like some people probably wouldn't feel pain going in I'm just a baby like I just scream the place down like I scream the place down when I have my smear like seriously (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but like so like that's just more it's just more like uncomfortable but like you know if you're interested in it I would really encourage you to like have a conversation with your doctor about it. obviously we're just kind of talking about it in a chatty way we're no way qualified yeah, to no. be given this advice but like I just was so shocked that like I hadn't properly heard about it and that it was a, a good option for me and I, I kind of wish I had heard about it a few years ago and um, it would have made some things kind of in my 20s a lot easier to manage especially if you're abroad mm-hmm. or anything like that and it is good that you know you get it in and that's it like you're done with it like for five odd years um, and it is quite reliable Um, so yeah if anyone is interested in, I would really encourage you to go speak to your doctor and you know if you want to be put under anesthetic or given any sort of pain medication, push for that as well. Because I went to a gynecologist and that was their actual, like that's what they deal with mm-hmm. day in, day out. So like, I do think they're more knowledgeable, you know, they're on yeah. the you know the front lines than like a GP. So um, yeah. And there's like a few like women's health centers and stuff that you can get them put in at, um, I think there's maybe about 140 or a few of them. There's a good few options. So I would really encourage you to go do a bit of research and talk to your doctor about it yeah definitely I'd be the type of person if I was going to get it I'd be like no I'm going to try it without the anesthetic because just because I'm that nosy I'd want to be like how painful is it really it's like do I want to have children I don't know do I want to find out how painful childbirth is yes I don't know what's wrong with me well I'm I'm fascinated (laughs) by childbirth like honestly like I think if I was to go back and do like a different career I'd like go into like midwifery or like gynecology it just fascinates no, I me I wouldn't go that far now I don't no, I mean, see other never, people doing it <laughs> no I've never like even watched any of these like giving birth programs or anything like that but it just fascinates me like it just just the idea of it just fascinates me so like I would just be curious to see like what it's actually like fair enough yeah we should watch one born every minute is that what it's called oh I feel like that would probably put me off so for life oh yeah no it would I feel like you should only watch those type of programs when you're already pregnant and like you know no because then you're, no you're like <laughs> the path of the what you call it of no return the point of no return you're just like oh this is a, it's like in friends when Rachel wants to watch the birth video it's like why would you do that to yourself why it's just um we're going off on a tangent here now yeah it's all in the same area <laughs> But yeah, no, that does sound very interesting. You're like the guinea pig for the podcast. <laughs> well, like I have decided that I will get one in um, like next year. The only thing is like my doctor, he's actually retiring next month. So I'm like, oh, oh that's sad. Yeah. Um, so like there's a new doctor taking over for him in January. So um, I think I, he like wrote it in my notes and stuff like that. Um, if I'm to go back to her, like um, all of my stuff is there. So like he explained yeah. everything. So um yeah I definitely think I am going to look into getting it next year because um yeah as I said sounds good not having to like remind yourself every day to take a pill and yeah it can be you know like if you're out and about and you're like oh I forgot it I used to keep it in my purse and sometimes I couldn't find my purse and it'd be in my car and it'd be raining I'm like I'm not going out there <laughs> I just put it beside my bed and I just take it as soon as I get up in the morning because otherwise yeah, I would idea. just forget like there's no way I'd remember to take it so <laughs> it's like you have to be a very organized person well I actually feel like I've learned so much about like periods over the past few months I think it's from like doing articles and stuff for Missy and like doing research and stuff like I've like been dealing with having a period for like 18 years and I feel like I finally just yeah it's mad isn't it when you're like I've been doing this since I was 11 and everything is just like opening up more and more you're like what 
What did yeah. you tell me before about a reverse period? Was it a retro period? Retrograde period? Something to do. Do you remember? No. Yeah, you said, I think it was like on TikTok or something. Oh my God, yeah. So it had like a reverse period. period. Where it went up instead of down. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember now. Yeah, they had some sort of like, they had to go to hospital. Like it was like a medical emergency. <laughs> mm. But imagine like just having your period for years and like it goes down the way it's supposed to. And then it's just like, no, I'm going to change things up now and go up. It's like, yeah, Mercury periods. Everything can go into retrograde, apparently. That was when I learned what retrograde actually meant. <laughs> Didn't quite understand it before. I was like, what's retrograde? But yeah, it's, it's, I think, and it's kind of, um, uh, what would you say no I don't want to say typical but it's like typical that in this day and age like well back in our day like that you weren't educated about this like it was so taboo do you know what I mean oh yeah like they barely spoke about it like it was just like honestly it was nearly like a race to get through the few pages and like whatever books. <laughs> I think I like had it in science like biology and like home ec and stuff and yeah. it was like just like race through it all Whereas like, and like, I was like, so like ashamed of my body. Like, I just didn't understand it. Like, and you know, like, I think like you have to kind of get to know it and have like a certain level of confidence, Yeah. like to you like know your body and stuff like that. Like I remember trying tampons when I was a teenager and I could not get them in. Like, I, I think I was going in the complete wrong, <laughs> the wrong place. I think I was trying to put them in like more like horizontally instead of like vertically. Yeah. Aim for yeah. your back. <laughs> yeah, like I just and like I just couldn't like I think I did maybe like put one in and I was like, oh my god, like this is horrific. I do not want this. So like I didn't like look at tampons for like years. I was like, nope, happy with pads. Yeah. Like had no and like that's fine. Like some people have no interest in them. Like, cause when we did that survey last year, I was really shocked by the amount of people that felt like there was some sort of like clout attached to like using t- it just felt like they kind of thought that like they were more of a woman or something if they used them or more like I don't know like I was reading some of the like and I mean I really appreciate people sending stuff in but it did make me sad that like there was this kind of what on one side people thought they should be using tampons because it was like some sort of a like proof of something or like that they were more grown up and then on the other side there was people sending them in like worried that like it would affect their virginity and stuff like that and oh yeah like look we're gonna get into that in another podcast because I can actually just see Jessie on the screen there now she has a lot of thoughts about the topic of virginity (laughs) and stuff like that I do I won't I'm not gonna start because I will not stop so we'll save that for another day yeah but just come back to that like I thought it was really sad that like there seems to be those like preconceived notions about it and it's like if you want to use a tampon use a tampon if you don't want to use a tampon it's grand like I didn't use them for like years but I have to say I started using them a few months ago because I got sent um this new kind of up-and-coming brand sent them to me and I was like do you know what I'm gonna try them (laughs) yeah I'm gonna give them a go they're like CBD infused tampons and I was they're supposed to be good for like cramps and stuff and I was like do you know what gonna give them a go oh my god it's changed my life (laughs) no it has like honestly someone put me on an ad like I was just like why (laughs) Why didn't I use these for so long? Yeah, I think it is a thing of like when you're a teenager trying something and when you're like your body changes. So it's it's natural that you're going to be a bit more like like I was the same as you. I tried tampons when I was very young when I got my period and 
I just didn't, I didn't like them. I was like, no, this doesn't, yeah. probably wasn't inserting them properly. So then I went on the pill as a teenager and didn't really need, I like my period was very light, like, you know, didn't need that much. What would you call it? Support. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not oh. protection, is it? No. Yeah, I, was, I keep want to say protection as well, but like. That sounds very like. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't need that much going on down there because my periods got really light when I was on the pill. And then I went for my smear test. <laughs> Danielle's looking at me. I went for my smear test and I had a reaction, would you say? Is that what you would call it? Where I, I so she did her bits, got the swab, did a bit, oh, clinky, clinky the thing. If I hear that noise, oh my God, I'm going to have to go my headphones for my next one. They, they didn't use that when I went in there. <laughs> wear headphones next time because it will okay. make you want to know anyway <laughs> i don't know what was done to you daniel Did yeah, you know I'm, really, I'm really starting to wonder like what was going on anyway back to your story yeah so i got down from the bed and next thing i can't see like my eyes are my vision is going black at the sides like i was like what is going on here and i i had to the nurse was like chatting away like saying things so i was like just one uh, yeah I'm just gonna sit down here now like my knickers is down around my ankles <laughs> just like I can't ooh. and she was like are you okay I was like I feel very faint like and I feel like I'm gonna vomit and she was like all right yeah I'll grab you a glass of water so she ran out got me a glass of water I'm there like my vision is slowly coming back and I'm like what the heck is happening I've only had that feeling before when I was getting my blood taken um so I was kind of used to it but still was like why is this happening I've had no blood taken da 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 and then I was like, her, I was like, is this a normal thing? Is this a, like, what's going on? She was like, it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. And it's something called, I Googled it. Let me just get up the, a vasovagal, vasovagal reaction to something. I don't know the exact terminology, but it says that they're not rare. This is according to Google. But one in 14 patients undergoing cervical interlaminar epidural injection will have an experience with a major response. So I don't, I don't really understand what that's about, but basically if pressure is put on your cervix, it can cause you to feel a bit faint, a bit nauseous. So me being me, <laughs> I was like, right, next time I get my period, we're having a go of the old tampons and seeing how we get on. Um, just to experiment with myself. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Don't do that. That's probably very silly of me. But yeah, went and I was like, same response so then I started to research and I was like okay what's going on here like what is there something I can do basically it just said like it's just like anything you kind of have to build up a tolerance and it's probably best so I went in with a regular tampon because I was like I come off the pill my periods are a bit heavier I was like I'll just go regular you know straight down the middle hope for the best but it was like no you need to kind of start on the light ones because obviously they're smaller and build up your tolerance um obviously sometimes your tolerance doesn't work and you can still be a bit like oh don't feel very well here but it's a thing apparently and like if if like me you have gotten a reaction like that it's not you're not dying um it can't like do be wary of things like toxic shop syndrome obviously but yeah don't know what was happening there it's just pressure on your cervix then of course I said it to my mother who then goes so what happens when you have sex and I'm like <laughs> mother oh no we're not having this conversation 
I was like, why would your cervix is quite high up? Like, I don't know who you're having sex with, but Jesus, like, <laughs> so you have to kind of reach. So, yeah, that's my story of like having smear test slash tampon usage. But it is something that you can. Well, I, I could, but I don't know if it's but it is recommended that you try and build up your tolerance. It's got a lot to do with your blood pressure and things like that. Yeah, um, I've never heard about it until you text me that time uh, about it. I was like, yeah. I've never heard that. But like, like, someone did want to, like, you could try it. But like, if you don't want to use tampons, like, it's fine. Like, it suits. I'd imagine I'm not a sporty person at all. Never have been, never will be. I yeah. imagine that they're great for stuff like that. But like, if you've no interest or you've tried them, didn't like them or like had a reaction like Jesse, like, it's fine. Yeah, no, it is fine. Like, definitely. Yeah. Like, if you want to use pads, if you want to use a menstrual cup, if you want to use period underwear, that I've used period underwear before like they're good on your lighter days in my opinion um but yeah it's just something in me that I'm like I'm gonna have to go for a smear test every three years for the rest of my life if I have children if I need something that area needs to be sussed out like so I'm just kind of the type of person who's like no I'll build I'll try build up my tolerance because that's just I don't know I'm very much so like a like I booked my smear test the day I turned 25 because I was like, let's just get it over and done with. Like, so I kind of have that attitude towards it as well. It's like, yeah, a lot of stuff might be happening down there in the future. So imagine if I was having a baby and it's like coming out and I'm there fainting or getting. <laughs> like, I don't know what the story is, but yeah, it's basically just it says here. It sounds this person wrote in to a doctor and it's like the doctor fun saying it sounds like you had something called a vasovagal episode. This leads to symptoms of feeling faint, clammy, nauseated and sometimes even passing out. When you put a tampon into the vagina, it can touch your cervix, which is at the top of the vagina and closes the path of your uterus. For most people, this is an issue, but some people have quite sensitive cervixes and have a vasovagal when there is pressure put onto their cervix. But like you can have a vasovagal. It's not just it sounds very vagina-y, but it's not just related to your vagina. It's got to do with like when your blood pressure drops and you start feeling. So I don't know if it stemmed from the vagina because it does sound very vagina-y. <laughs> yeah, but I found like the first time that I like properly like got the tampon in, I felt like really jittery like afterwards. Like I was kind of a little bit like, oh my God, like a little bit freaked out. So, like I would imagine it does kind of play with yeah. your blood pressure a bit like depends on like what sort of person you are like but like for me I was like oh my god like there's something in there <laughs> but like honestly though like I've like properly started like just using tampons now and I'm just like why didn't I do this sooner like it obviously it's, like suits me and I wish I had it like been a bit more like you know experiment with what suited me instead of just had a bad experience when I was younger just stuck to yeah pads and then I'm like oh my god like this is great like I found that like when I use tampons it's like I don't even have a period I'm like going about my stuff and like you kind of forget about like obviously you need to change them every like few hours like kind of four <laughs> hours to eight is the maximum kind of more at night because of toxic shock syndrome and um, I was really freaked out about toxic shock syndrome like I was like oh surprise, my god surprise. yes <laughs> hypochondriac here I, I did an article about it on Missy and like very few people actually have it's already something you kind of have in your system and then like leaving the tampon in reacts with that it's so, like, like a bacteria not, or something that lives yeah, in you like, anyway yeah, yeah like you already have it so like obviously like, and it's not just change. tampons or pads that can use it you can get it from using like ear swabs cotton wool it you know everyone all the genders can get it it's yeah. not just specifically you know people who have periods so yeah just be aware of that like but it is quite yeah. rare yeah oh it's it's so rare like it is already something you have like so just if yeah. you change them regular 
um and I, I think sometimes as well with tampons like you kind of have to like be more in tune with your body and listen to the cues of your body like in terms of change and like because like some days it's like you might only get an hour or two and you're like okay yeah. like I feel like I need to change it now and like you kind of just have to listen to your body a little bit more if anyone is interested in trying tampons I know it can be a little bit like you know scary in terms of like you know like having leaks or anything like that like no one wants to have that so I do think you just have to be a little bit more in tune with your body yeah but I think like, really it's kind of interesting how you can especially after having a period for so long like you get really in tune with your body like sometimes I'll just be walking along it's like I'm getting my period and then like you go to the bathroom or like you put a pad on just in case you're like yeah like a few hours later there it is where it's yeah. like a few years ago I wouldn't been able to do that but it's like boom there you go yeah it's gotten far better it's like reading the symptoms even like a week or two before like you're like oh yeah but um I remember like when I first went on the pill like I used to be able to tie my period to like eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday oh wow it like it used to just happen between like eight and like nine o'clock on a Monday morning like I used to just always be like right it's gonna start (laughs) and like it always started within that time period it was so weird that is very spooky I've never had it that pinpointed, but like sometimes I would wake up and be like, oh, I have my period now and I wasn't prepared. And it's like, oh, effort. But yeah, it is interesting that you can just kind of like be like, oh, there it is. Like a little penny dropping or something like, whoop, there it is. But yeah, I think we've rambled on for quite some time. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot we could say about um, these topics, but I suppose like the whole point of this podcast was to kind of have like a chat amongst friends because like sometimes like these conversations aren't had and case in point, me not realizing that I could have gotten an IUD a few years ago. I don't know why I keep saying IUD. I'm so Americanized. American. Yeah, Um, the marina coil or the copper coil, some sort of like thing up there. Yeah, (laughs) I could have got something up there to like stop all my troubles with my periods a few years ago. I'm raging. Don't make the same mistake. Exactly. Yeah, learn from our mistakes. That's what we should call this podcast. Yeah, but like, yeah, exactly. Because like when we were growing up, there was none of this information, and everything was so taboo. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, there's just so much about it that I just didn't know. And I wish I had a known. Like, I know you learn as you go along and like, that's part of it as well. But like, I just do think it's important to like open up conversations and to have confidence to like, you know, even go like learn about your own body, even like research things. You know, I have some friends and like they die on a hill for they'd be on Google, Googling, whereas I literally get a pain and I'm like, oh, I'm on Google. But then also like, don't be fully relying on Google either, because like, there you go, like I'm did a good bit of research about me getting the marina and like it was like no you can't get it so like go yeah. talk to your doctor or talk to whoever um and get some like advice if that's what you want if you don't want it that's fine but I think it's always good to know that you have options and it's also good to know like for your friends like if your friend comes to you and is like you know wants advice or like do you know about this it's always good to be like oh like actually I do know like this or this is where you go for yeah proper advice and stuff like it's always kind of good to have like a bit of a knowledge yeah exactly because sometimes like I feel like even back in my day if someone asked me about my period like I'd be like I don't get a period it's like why are you accusing me of this yeah exactly it's like you're being accused of something because like it's like no like my me and my friend got our periods quite or, like I was 11 I think she was 12 we were in sixth class and like she asked me for a pad and I was like what are you asking me for like and she's like oh my, my your mom told my mom because she thought I might be getting my period and she was like, ask Jesse if you go to school. Why didn't you send her to school with pads? I don't know. That's a conversation for another day. But obviously it just got sprung on her. Um, but it was like she was accusing me of like, you know, killing somebody. 
where was your scarlet A on you, Jesse? Yeah, exactly. Like a big blood drop or something on the front. But yeah, it really was like I was being accused of something like, and that's not right. Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't have that attitude, but such is life. Yeah, no, I just think that like you're so young when you're introduced to the concept of periods and like you just kind of take on the basic level of information that I don't really think that like, you know, and like there isn't a lot of information offered, especially in schools and stuff like mm-hmm. that about um like periods and like the different aspects of it. Like, you know, it's not just a case of like, okay, your cycle's 28 days like long, you'll bleed for X amount of days, the yeah. end. But it's like the same, like the other like I remember like when I learned about periods, they kept saying like, you know, you only lose like a teaspoon or is it a tablespoon of blood? I'm like, who came up with that? I have to be a man. I have to like someone who's never gone through one before. Like, I'm sorry, that's not true. It's like a couple of grams. It's more like four or five, I think, tablespoons. I actually saw something about that the other day somewhere. I think it was TikTok. Me and with oh. the youths on the TikTok. But um, sometimes it just felt like it was like the floodgates of hell opened. Oh, yeah, it does feel. But then again, like if you're wearing a tampon or a pad for a number of hours, like you're moving around, it's getting. Yeah, that, that's, what I, that's what I found, like moving to tampons. It was like it's actually so much like less <laughs> messy or. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just put it as that. Like it's it's a lot less like messy and stuff. Um, But yeah. We're still rambling. I love how like we try to like wrap it up and then we go off on another tangent again. Yeah, no more tangents. <laughs> no, we, we we'll wrap it up here. Um, yeah, we'll. I'm sure we'll come back to this topic and yeah. we'll try get someone on as well to chat about different things as well. And the virginity episode will be coming soon. <laughs> yeah, because Jesse's been dying to like rant about this since we came up with the idea for the podcast. Yeah, and ever since, really, Dawson's Creek really just kicked it off for me. But I mean, that was the 90s, but still should be held accountable. Um, but yeah, I have been Jesse. We already introduced ourselves. Do we need to outshow ourselves? I suppose we've kind of like rambled so much they might have forgotten who we actually are. <laughs> so I'm Danielle. I'm Jesse. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.